Oh, all right, here we are again. Are you this fucking is it. kidding me? Are, are you, you fucking, fucking kidding me? me? Episode two. Episode Angel Dominguez. Two. Are we ready? Fuck. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't know. Is this episode two or one? Is the secret pilot a secret pilot that we'll release later in time? No, you know what? I think it can be not so secret. I feel like we're just going <laughs> to... Okay, we're just going to post both. I think we're just going to go, go for it. Um, so again, I'm MJ Malpedi. I'm here with my friend. I'm Angel Dominguez. What's up, nerds? What is up? Uh, so we're back again to just geek out. Uh, we had a little something debut this week, a little something I think we call, uh, Moon Knight. I think it goes by the name of Moon Knight. It goes um, by the name of Moon Knight. Marvel Daddy just rained gifts down upon us. Um, Seriously. I, for one, am so thankful. And so right out the gate, episode one, uh, I think it was an all around very much like, oh my God. Are you fucking kidding me? Why isn't the next episode up already? Literally Especially with the, the ending. First, the first fucking scene in the show, I was like, are you fucking kidding oh me right God. now, Ethan Hawke? Like, there's yeah. just so... I He I came up with that. I heard, yeah, yeah. I heard he came up with that, and he also came up with the Bob Dylan song that's playing. Um, yeah. And, and my understanding now is that Moon Knight is essentially... Marvel was like, hey, Ethan Hawke, Oscar Isaac, do you want a bunch of money to do whatever you want? Because we're more than happy to yeah, give it to you. Yeah, we're, we're ready for it. Um, I will say, I just want to say really quick, uh, spoiler warnings. If you have not watched episode one of Moon Knight, we're going to talk a lot about it. So much about it. Turn turn back now. Yeah, and, go, and go listen. watch it for yourselves and come back. Go, go get your life together. What the fuck is wrong Seriously, with you coming to our podcast and not seeing it? <laughs> uh yeah hi if you haven't watched it um go do your fucking taxes like what's wrong with you i <laughs> they are due they are... They, unfortunately <laughs> if you pay them right you know if you're a practicing taxpayer um but yeah moon knight holy shit out the gate so incredible so many things um I literally took notes in in preparation for this. I was like, you know what? So academic. I'm gonna be a professional. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be prepared. We're gonna go a little less off the cuff, though it's all off the cuff. Um, I'm but, off the cuff. I'm ready. Look, we're flying by the seat of our pants here. Um, and so, just off the bat, now that we've gotten the spoiler warning out of here, um, what an incredible introduction to a corner of the marvel universe we have never experienced yep um i'm here for like, it it's there's so much going on and and possibly my favorite thing about this marvel universe and it's only one episode right right like, i'm sure we'll get more um but my favorite thing about this universe is that it almost doesn't exist in the mcu yeah, it, it does. Actually, what's what's really fascinating about that is I think they're they're very sly 
mm-hmm. this first episode, even slyer than I think people realize. And I want to point out something, uh, mainly in that first like really big action sequence where oh, yeah. Stephen Grant's like jaw is dislocated. He's like, "Where am I?" In the Alps. In this little Alps town. Yeah. Uh, so there's already actually some cool speculation, and I think it's pretty on the nose. Because we're, so they say in the Alps, but we're very much in the area that could potentially be, and Latveria. I quote, Latveria. 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 I just and got I, chills. Oh, oh my god. What? And I loved it because, like, they don't say anything, but, like, if you look at the, the architecture, the town, that one scene where he's kind of sliding and there's a castle in the background, mm-hmm. it's like, it's very Doomstrat. It's very doomy. It, it is it's very, very doomy. doomy. And a lot of people are like, you know what? We think they just let him run around in Doomstrat and didn't mm. say anything. Like, they didn't directly say it. And there, there, there's even that scene where in the truck there's those boxes and you kind of get the Von D. I don't, I don't think it says Von Doom in the end, but, like, there's that very, like, sly little, like, Easter egg there. Really? Yeah, I so if you look at that I didn't scene catch that. It, where he's driving the truck and behind him there's a box and, and mm-hmm. behind the headrest and it says Von D on the box. Uh... And so it's like... That little stuff where it's like, okay, that's kind of slick. Wow. Wow. I had a whole other, I was like fascinated by the town because I, so I've watched the episode a couple of times now. And like the first time I saw it, I, w- I was more just like in awe of everything that was happening. Sure. But the second time I saw it, I was like, oh, um, because I know Ethan Hawke in part based his character on like a cult leader. Um, which I'm forgetting which cult. There's so many cults, right? Like so many, many All cults. The cults. Uh, um, I, I want to say it was a Texas cult. Oh, oh, the Waco. I might be wrong. No, I'm, I'm, I, I. This is a completely uninformed thing. I know it's based on a cult, but anyway, I was the, thinking the Waco like how, one, right? Yes, that's the yeah. Waco's in Texas. There we go, Texas cult. Um, but so I was thinking that like. Maybe they had just like come to an abandoned town because as I was rewatching it, I was like, wait, everyone in the town is a part of the cult. Mm-hmm. Is like the the Amit followers, right? Yeah. Like they're not just lit. And so in that way, it's like, are they nomadically living? Are they going from town to town and just like getting judged by Ethan Hawke? You know, like what what is happening? Here? Right. Um, I also just like want to want to go back to the beginning pre-action um with steven and i just want to say kudos to marvel for really really utilizing that disney ip and just being like guess what fuckers we're gonna reference finding nemo because we can't yep. get sued yep so smart that so smart way smart. to go Way that to go, whoever smart. did that. Good and job. And I also, also pre-action, I do want to know, in terms of, once again, just the, the acting, right? Uh, the steakhouse scene. Mm. That was probably one of my favorite scenes out of the entire, it was oh so heartbreaking. God. And it, just the, the way Oscar Isaac, like the, the facial expressions and the interactions of like, oh yeah, 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 that's a, that steak will be good. Yeah, yeah. Oscar just like the, Isaac oh, came, came to give an Oscar winning performance. Honestly. Like the characters are so fully formed already from just one episode. Um, and and I'm glad you brought up the steakhouse scene because the steakhouse scene really felt like it was some of the most hardcore acting we've seen 
in any Marvel anything, probably mm-hmm. since WandaVision, yeah. right? You know, because, like, WandaVision, everyone came to act. Yeah, they did. But that steakhouse moment or, uh, no broke way my home heart. If we want to talk about the movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but if we're sticking to just, you know, the Disney Plus faction of the Marvel Universe, it's like... And, and I mean, the performances from everyone are stunning in this show. Um, and so I also, I want to... I want to dip back in. We're going to like keep ping-ponging around the yeah. episode, oh, y'all. Yeah. Um, but I just want to dip back in to Stephen uh, going to work, right? So Stephen works at the British Museum in the gift shop. Um, he calls his mom mm. on the way, right? Lay us, gay us. Whoa, Gator coming up. I, I know. Mean, who is he calling even? So I want to make a note. Uh, I, and, and this is after a couple of my own rewatches. As if you look at the phone, it's not on. The, Stop it. The light, there's no light. Like like how you normally right. would see if you were on call with someone. Like it, mm. there's nothing on screen. He just has I mean, a phone to his ear. That could be. That so, could be. Uh, you know, just like the set designer fucking up. Could be the um, set designer fucking up. But I also could see it be a thing where it's just like. Mentally, he's somewhere where he thinks he's talking to somebody. Oh, that's shit. what I was thinking. You, hold on, hold on. Let's flip this further because I love what this I love what this is saying. But so let let's go back to the Alps or yep. potentially Latveria, right? When he's got the scarab, mm-hmm. and again, insane caliber of acting. The face is doing something completely different than the body, and the body's doing these exaggerated movements and yeah. However, that leads me to believe, what if Mark Spector is taking over his hand and dialing the mom and not dialing anything? And so he thinks he's just, I don't know. That could be it. No, there's any number of possibilities. But that was just something that I thought was peculiar. Yeah. Um, The thing that really caught me off guard was, so he gets to work, British Museum, Mm -hmm. some little piece of shit is sticking garbage into a display. Which also is just like, y'all, could you not? Like, it, what? What? So then, and and you know this about me, MJ, but I, so I, I do love Shakespeare. And so he's like, over here, something wicked. Quoting, of course, the Macbeth, yes. which is right. Something wicked this way comes in Absolutely. relation to Macbeth. So also in relation to fate, right? Like that's what the, I, spoiler alert. I love Macbeth in particular and have parts of it memorized from another past life. Um, but so in th- when I heard that Macbeth line, I was just like, you're fucking kidding me. Okay, so fate is coming. Disaster is coming. Yeah. All of these awful things are coming. Murder, right? Treason, mayhem, all this stuff. And then when he walks over and talks to the little girl, he's like, oh, you know, but they judge you in the in the afterlife to see, you know, if you'd be rejected from the field of reeds. And then this little psychopath is like, what did you do when you got rejected yeah. by the field of reeds? And Oscar Isaac's response fucked me up from the go. He's like, well, that doesn't make sense. I'm not dead. Am I dead? And that alone, I was yeah. just like, what have you done, small child? Right. Because now I'm questioning everything. Right? It's like, what, did Mark Spector die and make a deal with Konshu? And we've got Steven as some kind of weird distillation of, like, leftover... 
Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, I mean, for folks that know the comics, you know, how this how this came about was Mark Spector was killed on a mission by another mercenary, right? And that is how he came upon Khonshu, came upon him dying, and was just like, you're going to be my my dude, you're going to be my champion. <laughs> I'm going to save Dear your listener, life. My hands are up in a celebratory way because I do not know any of this oh um, i didn't know that what i was guessing oh yeah no that that is the the, the comic the comic origin um uh, he he is sense. killed by uh uh i believe it's bushmaster is the merc- other mercenary's mm. name who's like an arch enemy throughout the rest of the comics for moon knight um and i think with the show i i wonder if it's sort of like Stephen Grant has been created as almost like a cover for mm. Mark and Khonshu, right? Like he's a dopey, unaware person that doesn't know all right. these things that are going on with like Mark as a mercenary and whatnot. And I think, well, I definitely think in the second episode, we're going to learn a lot more in terms of, uh, I'm, I think it's, is it Layla? What is the Layla? Well, yeah. Layla was the name. Yeah. Which also, right, Layla, the phone call, the hidden thing, you know, picks it up. It's a Motorola Razor yeah. also, which I'm just, great. It's great. Um, but for her to be like, I've been calling and texting for months, I thought mm-hmm. you were dead, is like, is months long enough to create a whole new identity and start working at the British Museum gift shop? Right. Um, asking for me. I would love to create a new identity <laughs> and work in a British museum gift shop. Um, yeah, and and so I also just like um, you know, oh, actually, over here. really quick too. I also do want to note, uh, you know, kudos to Stephen Grant for like trying to set the museum straight. You know, Bless with some of the heart. stuff being like, we wouldn't sell this. We should have dates. Oh, it's not seven. It's nine. <laughs> Cheerio. I, although uh, I do love the actress that they got. I mean, like, I fly it too. <laughs> Being like, oh my God. <laughs> She's so mean. So She's snarky. So, so much mean. British snark. <laughs> what what did she say you're you're nattering about nuttering about it was yeah, some weird like british thing and i was just like okay y'all are british yeah or when oscar isaac is like falling asleep on somebody and then afterwards like oh cheers i was just like wow you're british british huh yeah like beans on toast british. <laughs> like <laughs> um so i so also ethan hawk Right, oh like I feel like we got to talk about Ethan Hawke because he's in his villain era right now. Mm, mm, fucking coming off of of just like a lifetime of award nominated roles and things, and for Ethan Hawke to be like, yeah, we're doing some Marvel shit. Tell yeah. me one of two things: one, Ethan Hawke is in some money trouble, <laughs> or or uh, or two. This is some good shit, and I I'm hoping it's, it's the latter. No, I'm just right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it it's both. both. I think it's it the could... money and the rule, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> no, I totally agree. Um, and honestly, I'm so curious. Like, I am so curious what they're going to do with this version of Arthur Harrow, because he is only in one issue of Moon Knight. He's not a big thing. And he's also not a cult leader. 
in the comics. He's a scientist. He's a geneticist. Uh, and and he's doing a lot of weird experiments in that one issue of the of the comic. So I am curious with this whole like cult, but in connection to Amit, is it actually Amit? That was my other thing. Or is it Mephisto? Yeah, as it... <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> Mephisto confirmed. The tattoo um, is red, everybody. It's Mephisto. Well, the other thing I was thinking too, I was like, well, it, you know, because they mentioned um, even the Avatar betrayed. Amit, when he mm. was giving that discussion of how you know all these gods and like figures betrayed out and i was like oh are you because because there was part of me at first when i saw the tattoo and the wing and everything that i was like are you an aspect of like anubis or something like mm. is that you know because there I, I believe there is that mythology that you know nubis judges and then they are they go on to the soul eater i could be yeah Amit. Amit is not, and also, dear listener, if we are mispronouncing things, correct that's us. Yeah. Too bad for you. Oh. Um, no, please, no, please correct us. We, we'll, we'll do better. We will do better. Um, but yeah, no, Amit is like the the Punisher, right? Is like that's the one who will eat your fucking soul if it turns out you're bad, and if not, Amit will like just dap you up really quick. Yeah, you know, and we'll then you go like, on. What's to, good? Yeah. And then you go the, on the to field the field of reeds. reeds. Yeah. Um, so I also just like uh, in thinking about all of this like Egyptian stuff, I of course am like now going to to track down the Ennead. I'm gonna read about the Egyptian gods because I'm fascinated. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say that they're doing this in a way that Thor never made me do. Like Thor was yeah. like, "Oh, Norse mythology," and I was just like, "I don't care." Chris Hemsworth is so hot. I could give up fuck left about the mythology yeah and um, then that's why then that's why when they went into ragnarok they were like uh oh, you're really hot and funny okay so let's <laughs> look we should do a whole episode on ragnarok which in my opinion is one of the greatest mcu movies of all it is time. really good um and then also i'm just gonna throw this out there as a potential bonus episode in the future someday i want to talk to you about how avengers endgame has the exact same narrative and emotional arc as eat, pray, love. Ah! Um, but that's, okay, that's for another time. I'm dead yeah, serious no, no, about no, no, we'll this, y'all. That's that. not we'll a joke. Um, so, okay. Uh, I also just like want to point out that the dissociative cuts throughout sure. the, the episode were, like, it broke my brain a little bit because in so many ways we're conditioned to expect these dope, fucking fighting scenes and like action right we you know like they know how to do it and in this we don't get to witness any of it we black out with steven and wake back up with steven in the aftermath of of the stuff and i was just i really like that how all of like the truly brutal moments happened in a between the blink right and can we just say, and like not to get too heady here, but what a tremendous uh, undertaking to express trauma in those ways, mm-hmm. right? The the trauma of that violence of those of instances, lost time. lot losing time, right? And and I feel like Phase Four, Marvel's like, listen up, everybody, we're not having fun anymore. It's about trauma and grief and 
maybe getting better. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's Wanda's and, killing people. No, just <laughs> look. Wanda had children that maybe weren't real, but you know what? She's gonna go find them somewhere else. Um, <laughs> like it. Yeah. What is love? But or no, that's grief, right? What is grief? But love, love persevering. Ah. Uh. Yeah. So. It's just like, okay, all right, we're here to feel some feelings. We are. Um, and I've also got to say, the soundtrack throughout this episode. Um, oh, very One, good. way to go, Marvel, for being so fucking rich, right? Like, to pay yep. for these things, I'm just like, y'all have got money. But it's it's great. It's smart, right? Because also that Alps chase scene and everything, he's driving it's a cupcake so truck. It's very surreal, right? Who would drive a cupcake truck? Yeah. in the Alps and like and so it makes sense that it's a dream um and and also like uh there's just so fucking much um uh, also uh, actually speaking of when he does wake up in the bed uh one thing I wanted to note was uh I thought it was really cool because obviously he, he doesn't notice it as Stephen Grant but the sand is in the shape of the crescent around the bed uh... The sand around the bed really got me. Yeah. The the sand around the bed, and then the the contrast of Ethan Hawke touching glass, mm-hmm. and you know Oscar Isaac touching sand was so fascinating to me because like I isn't and and I might be making this up, dear listener. Please tell me if I am. But like it wasn't like some of the first glass uh like objects or things. Didn't they come from like lightning? strikes yeah i believe that's correct the desert so it's like yeah. lightning hitting sand yeah right and so we've got ethan hawk in this like post sand mm. i see what you're saying yeah feeling and and oscar isaac is in like the pure sand right so like i i don't know if there's anything there, but i was i was like this is something maybe um also can we just talk about Konchu like not giving a single fuck about steven oh yeah 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 surrender the body worm i was like oh god why <laughs> oh yeah also just really intense the few scenes that you actually got to see Konshu. i thought that yeah. was great just the, the the horror vibes with that and then uh of course the cultiness of ethan hawk and then you had mm-hmm. uh i did like that we finally got a better close-up of what the thing was uh that it is like a jackal, jackal. thing yeah the right? jackal uh, terrifying and oh my god seeing when if Mark was finally like, you gotta let me save us, and then you get to see the suit come out, and then you find, oh, and then you're like the crawling away, the jackal's trying to crawl away. It really the surprise, right? Like yeah. huge surprise, um, because we see the jackal attacking Steven as he's transforming into Moon Knight, mm-hmm. and so in that moment, I was like, oh, is he gonna get like all fucked up? Is the episode gonna end here? And then it's like sink out the fucking door jackal clawing to try to get away and it's like what a little bitch like what yeah you're an evil ancient jackal like just go through with it right like don't run away um have have some dignity yeah and now you know it's like it's off in the next episode like they're gonna go right from there yeah and and we're gonna learn so much more about mark i think we're gonna learn more about mark we're gonna learn more about moon knight because now Steven is awake 
to the yes. fact that that there is this other shit going on. Yeah, I, I definitely um, think we're we're gonna see Layla come into the picture, and I think pretty soon we'll also because uh, in that that phone when he was flipping mm-hmm. through, another name that comes Duchamp. up is um huh Duchamp. Yes, Duchamp. Yes. Yeah. We're we're gonna see Duchamp at some point, who's kind of like a. Uh, like an assistant, almost like a people compare him to like a more uh, Alfred. If Alfred was more in on the action, mm, I like that. I like that. We you know. we love Michael Caine. Yeah. Um, that, <laughs> uh, I also so I also just want to point out that um, this whole cult uh, existing outside of the town fucked me up. Oh yeah. I was just like. Oh, I was like MCU Phase Four. Okay, here we go. Tracksuit Mafia, uh, Amit, Cult. There are all of these like little CD organizations yep. that are emerging, and kind of the omnipresence of that, right? Because uh, Steven runs to a security guard and he's like, "This bloke's following me," and he's and, like, "And he's just like, Bleh, sorry, Scotty." Or whatever that guy yeah. <laughs> at the front. <laughs> oh, and that, I mean, even that from the very beginning, right? My name is Steven. It's not Stevie. Um, so good. So good. Because it's also like, well, buddy, you're not Steven. You're actually Mark Spector. Um, but it's okay, you know? Uh, and also, okay, so this is something that I really wanted to talk about specifically. And so... When Ethan Hawke and Oscar Isaac are finally talking in the British Museum and Ethan Hawke's like, listen up, buddy, I'm following this alligator, lion, hippopotamus, beast thing that is like, my God, I'm eat. She's dope. Um, You know, she punishes all the things, blah, blah, blah. You know what would have happened if she wasn't imprisoned in some shit, Mm -hmm. which now we're just like, okay, so she's in prison, sick. Um... I love so much the decision on the part of the writers to when Ethan Hawke is listing all of the atrocities that Amit could have prevented instead of going Ultron, Thanos, uh, fucking anything referenced from the MCU. It's Hitler. It's the Armenian genocide. It's all of these other things. And it and it just shook me to my core. Yes. Because it really was this moment of like, look, we appreciate that you've loved the last 10 plus years of our efforts, but this is not about that. Yes, right. And and it did so in a way where I was just like, all right, I'm on board. Like, you didn't talk about Spider-Man fucking up London and all this other shit. Like, you're just like, nah, my girl could have stopped Hitler. Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, I like. I guess we're it, and and that alone also I think is just like one of my favorite things about Phase Four is that we're getting these these corners of the Marvel universe that have nothing to do necessarily with the larger MCU that we've come to know, right? right. Like, yeah, we the 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 mainstream now understands comics. To a certain yes. extent, we've introduced them to how they work and comic good. Yeah, and, and, and so you know, and, and now at this point, they can introduce. It. I I do want to know. Actually, interestingly enough, I, I wrote uh, a little article for CBR about um, 
since Moon Knight came out, wanting to reflect back on Legion mm-hmm. as a show. Mm. And the fact that Legion, in some ways, was a bit ahead of its time for yeah, a Yeah, I mean, you Marvel and show. the seven other people that watched it, I'm sure, uh, right. you know, got a lot out of it. <laughs> well, but, but here's the thing, is, like, there was... If Marvel did not take some risks, and even with the Netflix shows, like mm-hmm. they did, like, you're seeing a lot of the influence from those previous efforts now in what they're trying to do in phase four. Obviously it's a little different. They're trying to play it a little PG 13 to a certain extent to keep it for a wider audience. But you know, when I was looking at, uh, stuff from Legion, I'm like, wow. Okay. This is crazy. Honestly, in some ways, if you watch Legion episode one and then watch Moon Knight, Moon Knight is very tame. (laughs) Okay. By comparison. Um, but the main difference is that that Legion is about schizophrenia, right? But the, mm. the way it plays with linear time is very fascinating because you're just mm. sprawling through David Holler's mind and you don't really know what's real and what isn't. And so looking back on that, I was like, yeah, because they let Marvel television do that, you know, now they can confidently go and be like, yeah, we're going to do Moon Knight. We're going to do this yeah. crazy stuff. You know, we're going to do uh, a Daredevil reboot. We're going to do Blade, <laughs> you, you know, and actually speaking... We're going to cast an Asian actor as Iron Fist. Oh, my um, God. Hopefully. I... <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about that. I, I actually was, you know, uh, thinking that maybe since they have Shang-Chi right now, do we really need an Iron Fist for a little bit? Like, sure, if you want to tell that story at some point, but like... I mean, Shang-Chi 2 is already in production. Or not in production, but it's, like, in the works, right? Oh, yeah. That'd Um, be a great time to introduce a new Iron Fist, I'm just saying. Um, No, it is true. And I am excited to see that they are going to make an effort to bring back these previous actors that did these roles really well. Um, But speaking of, I am curious... Because it's interesting that they released the first four episodes of Moon Knight... Mm-hmm. to be reviewed by most reviewers so most folks like from yeah uh the media have seen most of the season it's six episodes so if marvel daddy could just send us the the secret link to the oh my god three episodes Please. we too are the media um i think I think we're very well regarded. Uh, Listen, we are highly (laughs) esteemed. I'm a Pulitzer Prize winning uh, note taker um, of Marvel (laughs) shows. So, you know, it is, uh, it's about damn time, Fahey. It's about time. Come on, friend of the the podcast. Are you fucking kidding me, Kevin? (laughs) Uh (laughs) Um, But I, I think it's curious because I think in the latter two episodes that is when they will start to show more of how Moon Knight plays into some of the more grander machinations of the MCU right okay whatever that that, that's my theory though like I I, that's when I would assume like like when the bigger twists will come um and as we've learned with all of these shows the last two episodes are where we get you know the jump off points where we get the larger MCU coming in and whatnot and I will also say, seeing Ethan Hawke in this first episode, I really am like, I'm so curious where they're going to go with this character because, you know, I've read some of the theories where they're like, he's actually Dracula. And part of me right. was like, ooh, that's cool. Whoa. But then seeing how like how deeply it is connected to the Egyptian mythology, I'm like, how would how would they just do that and be like, yeah, he is a vampire? I, like, I don't know. Part of that doesn't like work 
with my brain since it is so like mm-hmm. I'm a servant of Ahmet, but it could be like yeah. Soul Eater Bloodsucker. Like I could I see could that. See it. Um, he drained he drained the life force of that old lady. Right. No, that's true. Was like I've never done a bad thing in my whole life. I believe you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you subscribe to Paramount Plus Premium. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it in a vision. Um, I've seen it. You were at the Travis Scott concert. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will say also that, like, we haven't had a big bad, like, Ethan Hawke thus far in the MCU, right? Like, to my knowledge. One could argue that Iron Man 3 introduced, like, a version of the Mandarin that was a cult leader or whatever, but, like, I rewatched that recently, and by recently I mean months ago, and, like, it was better than I remember. Sure. But... uh, I wish they just... Much like Thor 2... I just, you know, I skip over some parts of the universe because I'm sure. just like, it's okay. You haven't figured it's it okay. out yet. Uh, You're uh, getting uh, there. Another movie is going to make this better somehow. Exactly. <laughs> it's like another movie will arrive and redo this so that uh, it's better. Like watching like uh, like Endgame and Infinity War and I'm like, oh, was Thor the Dark World good? Like, <laughs> No. No, it wasn't. It, it wasn't, but there's it, like... <laughs> Oh my god, like, Thor the Dark World was one of those things where, like, I saw the trailer and I was just like, this can't, this can't go on. But you know, like, um, like when they did the scene where Thor, bro Thor goes back and sees his mom and stuff like that, and I was like, oh, this is, de- <laughs> this is a <laughs> It, like, made me feel fond for it for a second. I'm like, how did you do that? <laughs> wow. Wow. I mean, you know, they're good they're good at nostalgia and and by they i mean marvel and i've got to say in that way that's what makes moon knight so surprising it's not predicated on any fucking nostalgia it's really just like hey what's up this is mark or (laughs) this is steven he's having a rough time he's also mark um and there's this uh dead bird skull mummy that's following him around with a crescent moon staff and calling him a worm yeah um that that's why I am curious, you know, in, in in the final couple of episodes, like how how they're going to draw Moon Knight into other things. Like there are rumors that you know, even if you don't have like a a twist where Ethan Hawke is like a different type of character, right? Yeah. Uh, but there are still rumors that we're gonna get a Blade cameo, whether it's in a post credit or you know uh, something of the like, where yeah. they're they're going to start building towards some sort of like supernatural uh get together whether it's midnight suns or or like a a variant of that so i am curious to see like how that turns out but i am very much enjoying the fact that they are allowing because that's how it is in in comics in a lot of ways like yes there's crossover events and things like that but more often than not solos are solos you know like like moon knight does his own thing daredevil's over there doing the thing spider-man's over here doing a million spider-verse things <laughs> you know, Doctor Strange is just fucking shit up. Like X Men have their own island <laughs> where they keep resurrecting Krakoa. themselves. Like, look, I want Krakoa. I want that run of the X Men. Right? That the setup to that also the comic run was fucking insane. Um, and actually, since you bring up this Blade cameo, I'm gonna bring something up that I said in the pilot that I will probably keep bringing up until it happens. But I think 
that Marvel Daddy's master plan is to do one of the latest iterations of the Avengers series, which was a comic run that started, I think, in 2019. Um, if I'm not mistaken, 2019 or 2020. I'll sure. get my facts straight someday, dear listener. Um, but the the lineup was Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Captain Marvel, Blade, Ghost Rider. Uh, shit, who was the other person? Who was the other person? I mean, Moon Knight shows up briefly, but like their whole home base is yeah. situated in the carcass of the Eternal that we saw at the end of the Eternals. Mm. And I just, I have this feeling that we're going to make our way to that thing. Sure. And that will be the new Avengers base. Um, and I really want it. And I think that, I, I really think that that is what, what we're leading towards. Sure. As like that for the home base against Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. We're also definitely, I mean, more likely than not, at some point, going to see an iteration of Young Avengers. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, sky's the fucking limit right now. Really? Really, it is. Especially because, like, they've, Marvel has also now proven themselves to be able to not just do, like, big blockbusters, but to be able to do, like, good episodic storytelling. Yes right these like these narratives the way that they're weaving the narratives and it's like they did the big flex with infinity war and endgame where they're like guess what nerds we're gonna weave together the last 10 years of shit and we're gonna do something that y'all thought we couldn't do and guess what we're gonna pull it off you know what else we're gonna give you everything you know what's worse we're gonna do it again with spider-man no way home in a few years um and and we and on the other the flip side of that right the the big grand door the flip side of that is these intimate stories that are being told like wandavision like uh yeah. you know falcon and winter soldier um you and like hawkeye. hawkeye how can you get me to like hawkeye like what the fuck how are you fucking kidding me like i look it clint you made me like clint you've got something going for you you know um and so i'm just excited to see this this continuation of investment in like storytelling and skill because again it's like ethan hawk oscar isaac they showed up to fucking act they didn't just come to get the bag they came and they were like no these are fully formed characters yeah yeah they did they're like i'm not reading lines I am living this character's fucking life right now. I know. And uh, and uh, I'm just, I can't wait. I really can't wait for this next episode. I, I think it's going to be one of the most unique things they've done so far. Um, yeah. And it just makes me even more excited for whatever else they have coming in the pot. Like, I already was excited for Multiverse of Madness, but I'm also even more, you know, excited to see what they do with, like, She-Hulk. You know, that's yeah. going to be cool. Like, that's going to be the it's fourth wall. Unique. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, and, and I'm curious just to keep seeing how they weave these stories together, how they play around with these characters. Because really, it's just like the toy box is open. You the know? Toy box, like, Pandora's box. We're just going to have fun. It's. I know. And now stories. they're just like, yeah, we're going to be weird. You know? Yeah. We're gonna do and also, 
Also, Moon apparently Knight's... we're going to have some Guardians news, I think. Was that what yes. was on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I texted you that tweet. Yeah. Um, I think there's like a mixtape dropping or something like yeah. that. Yeah, or, or some little uh, Ooh, some you know little what I bet it is? You know what I bet Guardians it is? News. I am Groot. I bet you oh. I, it's going to be tied to I am Groot. I am Groot's going to come out this year. It'll be related because it's a cosmic true. rewind. That's true, so and I they're doing the, a and they're doing a Christmas special, or is that the same thing? They are doing a Christmas. No, no, no. So they're doing a Christmas special, and uh, Volume Three. Those are both filming at the same time right now with James Gunn, which allegedly there are only three to six weeks left in filming for it. Okay. Um, and I Am Groot is a separate series, which Vin Diesel wrapped the recording for either early this year or late last year. Um, and so I think it might be tied to I Am Groot. Um, so something else I just want to touch on, though, about re-Moon Knight, right, is the insistence on violence. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. I didn't know how much I would love it. The fucking Audi getting smashed by the law. We didn't cut away. Like, no. that was, it was just like, we want you to know those people died. <laughs> like... It went what? down. It went down. Oscar Isaac's jaw being yeah, this and having to, mouthful yep. of blood. The waking up with the scare like the scarab in the hand of blood was maybe the most blood I've seen in a Marvel thing since uh since Bad Cap decapitated yeah, the dude. I was gonna say that yeah, yeah, that also got me. I was like, oh snap. Yeah, it was just like, oh okay, it's different, different. All right, got you. Tony Stark is dead. Okay. Uh, it's gone. This is Cap's how you want to play. Cap's years it. old now. Cap's <laughs> dead, right? Like that's been the whole thing. Cap is dead. Yeah. Um, or yeah, is... no. I I, I also th- <laughs> I also liked the fact too. Uh, speaking to that, that they did take a moment. Dis and I'll say this of Disney to be like, okay, adults watch our stuff. So as a streaming platform, we do have to make a different option. Uh-huh. And having the fact that they added the Netflix shows and did not censor them. Yeah. And just shout out Daredevil. You know, shout out Daredevil, Punisher, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all the ones that mattered. I and... don't think there are others. Yeah. Um... <laughs> uh, oh, and Agent, they put Agents of Shield up there, which I appreciate. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but the fact that they were like, okay, we're going to put these up there, we're going to put them up there as they truly are and set better parental controls over content. Yeah instead of separating it or trying to keep it on hulu or something else or whatever like i thought that was a very good move uh and it is also good to see them be like yeah we're going to continue to to tell adult stories not that we want to just you know uh dissuade a younger audience but like we recognize that there are older fans. <laughs> we also recognize that, like, these stories, while on the surface level, may appear to be, like, popcorn fiction or, mm-hmm. like, just enjoyable narratives, have, like, deeper meanings. And, like, there is a lot of thought that happens as yes. to, like, the humanity of it all, right? Contrary and- to what some Scorseses might believe... Uh, I mean, look, Scorsese thought I could watch Robert De Niro um, with scary blue eyes no. and, like, scary de-aging techniques for three hours. Yeah. He was wrong. Um, Scorsese Martin, still <laughs> thinks that we just want to keep watching movies with violent white dudes. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> you know, not that it wasn't entertaining to watch Leo <laughs> DiCaprio um, flop around on the ground on Quaaludes. <laughs> but it's also oh it's like, God. is this what we want to be standing right now? You know? <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to be standing in in the post multiverse of madness. And that's a movie yeah. where like I am as you know, I've got like I'm mainlining the the rumors, the leaks, oh the God. the tweets, the reddits, the the all of it to try to get like an idea of what's down the pipe and if half the stuff they say is happening in multiverse have happened. I will still be satisfied. Like this is so I'm... much <laughs> I won't be satisfied until we get Ben Affleck back as Daredevil. Okay, oh I won't God. be satisfied ah! until Nick Cage shows up as Johnny Blaze. I won't ah! be satisfied. <laughs> Give it's me gonna, a Wesley crazy. fucking Snipes cameo. That right? would be dope. I'm so into that. No, I would I'd give die. Blade that that the first two need their due, honestly, because yeah. they truly were the OG. They were like, the Trailblazers. Soup. Yep. Yep, superhero movies. So yeah. I would absolutely love to see if we got uh, that in Multiverse Captain. of Madness. A little wink at Blade, a little wink at Ghost Rider, a little wink here, or there. You know, I'm happy for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you Plus, I, I feel like Wanda's just gonna kill the Illuminati. Just oh Wanda's sure. Gonna oh, there, there's weight. definitely gonna be some cannon fodder there. They, they're definitely yeah. like just again toy box. We're throwing stuff around, and having a good old time. And if. And if the rumors are true, and we are emulating a House of M situation here, end of Multiverse of Madness might be the start of the mutants. I, yeah, so what's interesting is I actually, I, I, it feels like a reverse House of M, mm. where, you know, that series sort of ended with uh, Wanda more or less, yes, truly being a, a destructive catalyst and a woman's grief being destructive, as opposed to healing in this instance and wiping out mutants and powers whereas what i think we're seeing in the mcu is more of wanda introducing allowing mm. for a creation of mutants in the mcu as opposed to the reverse does that make sense like yeah i th- and i think that's really intriguing i also think it's really intriguing that um i do think they're going for more of her being possessed by the dark hold as being out mm-hmm. and out evil or you know her desires being overly destructive because I, 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 I part of me was worried you know that we're like gonna pull a Daenerys <laughs> on Wanda and Wanda doesn't deserve that as a character. But then I'm like, yeah. we just signed Elizabeth Olthens for seven more projects, so I think you're gonna. What could they be? Yeah, uh, I don't think they would do that. So I think it's a Cathan thing. That's what I think they're gonna go well, for. I think like I also like in the in the trailer right when when uh wanda is talking to strange and it's like you break the universe for this little white kid and like no one fucking cares i want my children and i'm the bad guy yep is just like hmm yeah i'm getting emotional i know like i'm it's it's so it's so real right because throughout wanda's existence in the mcu she's always been a problem right yep She's always been a weapon, a threat, under house arrest, under lockdown, like unstable. Can't, ooh, you know, ooh, she's got a vagina. Watch out, <laughs> um, you know. And and I and I love the idea of her, and and I know that like she's being posed as like the villain, but I love the idea of her really just being like, all of you break the rules, 
fuck you. Yep. I am the strongest one there is. Yep. Let's go. Let's fucking do it. So, all right, we've been running our mouths for a minute here. (laughs) (laughs) Conversation's been good. Uh, So I think uh, to put a cherry on this, I think with these episodes, what I I don't know, what I think might be cool is if we, like, talked about what our uh, are you fucking kidding me moment was. Ooh, I like that. Right? Whether it was, like, from an episode or something or something that we saw. Um, I'm writing that. And it doesn't down. have to be like pertaining to specifically what we talked about, but just something you know. You know what I mean. So yeah. I'm curious, uh, Angel, what this week, whether it was Moon Knight or other, what was your? Uh, are you fucking kidding me? Ooh, I, yeah, I, I've definitely my. Are you fucking kidding me? Moment was the steakhouse. Mm-hmm. The steakhouse really took me on an emotional journey that I wasn't prepared for. And the caliber of acting that I witnessed in those few minutes changed me. And I and I and I know that that sounds like I'm exaggerating, but genuinely, I was just like, I've not seen this in the MCU, and this kind of acting yeah. has broken me. Yep. Um, so, good. so that is yeah. And I love this, by the way. We're gonna yes, we're gonna keep doing this. Yeah. The are you fucking kidding me moment of the week, MJ? What was your are you fucking kidding me? So, uh, I have to say that they really got me out the gate with the glass ritual. Like, that episode, I was like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? We're not even gonna, like, give it a minute. We're just, we're getting in it. We're we're starting hot and heavy with... (laughs) The we're realness. smashing glasses. We're, we're smashing glasses. <laughs> we're doing some self-lacerations. You know, we're showing Ethan Hawke is ready to act. He's ready to <laughs> come <laughs> into the MCU and mess some stuff up. Take some souls. Yeah. I was like, no. And then, and, and similar to the steakhouse where I was just like, yeah, this is, this is high. This is some high caliber stuff. We're really like going for it. We want to yeah. shake things up with this new face, and we're here to we're here to play. And I'm and I am here for it. I am ready. I also echo your your are you fucking kidding me moment as well because that glass from the get go right like the yeah. cloth the cloth also cloth I was just like ooh mummy like what's this right what right. is this textile that's happening here um. But yeah, I, I'm excited for more Moon Knight. Um, and I'm also excited to keep doing this podcast because uh, I'm having a good time. <laughs> it's a really good time. And uh, you know what, listeners? We're also curious. What were your are you fucking kidding me moments? Yes. Let Please us know. Let us know. You know what are you own... loving? What, what else what are you, are you watching? What should we be watching? Also and a loving question. and hating. Because, you know, um, we got to wait between episodes. It's true. You know, we might even be able to do, like, little bonus episodes where we, like, rewatch uh, an MCU movie or something. Oh. Um, because I, I absolutely want to talk about Thor Ragnarok at some point. Which oh, sure. Is oh, sure. I mean, my most Thunder watched? is coming up, yeah. so we're going to be talking about them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to get it in the pipe. But, uh, dear listeners, thanks for hanging out with us, right? And yeah. if you enjoyed this podcast um what is that thing that podcasters say like subscribe and review uh unless you have bad things to say in which case you know keep it keep it to yourself keep it to yelp just fucking don't tell us 
Yeah, we don't need feedback. No, not the bad kind. Only just... tell us that we are good <laughs> um, at stuff. Oh, on that note, uh, wonderful listeners, it's been such a good time. And yeah, be well. Until next time. Are you fucking kidding me?